0: From the St. Ignatius Chapel, at the Manresa Jesuit Spiritual Renewal Centre in Pickering, Ontario, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents... The Daily TV Mass.
1: Good day and welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Monsignor Sanbianco. Bianco. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from Varghese Kuncheri from Juneau, Alaska. This Mass is offered in thanksgiving for blessings received. Our thanks to Varghese Kuncheri for making it possible for tens of thousands of the faithful across Canada, and indeed, around the world, to begin a new week by sharing in this celebration. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
2: And with your spirit.
1: Coming together as God's family, we seek the Lord's mercy and forgiveness for our sins, for our lack of fidelity to the truth and to love. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy.
3: Lord, have mercy. You came to
1: call sinners. Christ, have mercy.
3: Christ, have mercy. You
1: are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy.
3: Lord, have mercy.
1: May Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who, for the faith they profess, are accounted Christians the grace to reject what is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the letter of the Colossians. From Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and from Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers and sisters in Christ in Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. In our prayers for you, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. You have heard of this hope before in the word of the truth, the gospel that has come to you. Just as the gospel is bearing fruit and growing in the whole world, so it has been bearing fruit among yourselves from the day you heard it and truly comprehended the grace of God. This you learn from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, and he has made known to us your love in the spirit. The word of the Lord. Amen.
1: The Lord be with you.
2: And with your spirit. A
1: reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke.
2: Glory to you, Lord.
1: After leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered Simon's house. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked him about her. Then he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. Immediately, she got up and began to serve them. As the sun was setting, all those who had any who were sick with various kinds of diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on each of them and cured them. Demons also came out of many, shouting, You are the son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Messiah. At daybreak, he departed and went into a deserted place, and the crowds were looking for him. And when they reached him, they wanted to prevent him from leaving them. But Jesus said to them, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. So, Jesus continued proclaiming the message in the synagogues of Judea. The Gospel of the Lord.
3: Praise to you, Lord Jesus
2: Christ.
1: She got up and began to serve them. What was her name? What was her daughter's name? We know about Epaphras. He's mentioned in the first reading, in the epistle to the Colossians. He was a fellow servant, a fellow worker with Saint Paul, and he's mentioned a couple of times in the epistle to the Colossians. He was obviously a witness to the gospel and and a preacher of the gospel. How how come this woman's name is not mentioned? How come her daughter's not named? In, In the very heart of this gospel, where Jesus performs one of his first miracles, and it has been suggested, and somewhat legitimately, but some writers, well, this is an indication of the patriarchal context of the whole of the Scriptures and, indeed, the gospel, written by men with a particular audience of men in mind, and therefore, and tended to ignore the women generally, as well as poor people and and others. Um, Some people say, well, we don't know her name, or St. Peter's wife's name, "uh, because the miracle is more important than the person. And again, there's a certain truth to that. The miracle manifests the power of God. But everything we know about Jesus no. We know that uh, the individual person is so special, so important, it counts uh, so so much to him. And what's even more powerful about this is it's from St. Luke's Gospel, and the scripture writers say one of the features of St. Luke's Gospel is it's the gospel of and for women. We know about Elizabeth and Mary and Anna and Joanna, and Susanna, and Mary Magdalene, and the widow of Nain, and the widow is the poor widow's mite, of the daughters of Jerusalem. Indeed, in the whole of St. Luke's Gospel, it is the role of women, right up to witnessing to the resurrection, that comes through uh, so very powerful. So, So there's a lot in Luke uh, that we need to learn about as to how he sees women and the role they have. And we can go back to the words, she got up and served them. And it tells us something about serving. Uh, when you and I are healed, when good things happen to you and me, it's not enough to, to just to, to go away and to hide. We're healed to be able to serve and to help other people, as this woman obviously did. You say, well, it's just domestic chores. Well, there's no such thing as just domestic chores. That, that's life. We depend upon helping one another in domestic chores. But it can work in, in the reverse way. Sometimes people uh, have gifts, and they go out to serve. And in the process of going out to serve, they realize they have limitations, that they themselves are people who need to be healed. So there's a congruence between serving and being served. And, and, and they work together. And that's the story of Jesus, isn't it? When he came into the world, he was served. He was a baby. He needed to be taken care of as as a young person. Uh, He had to grow up, well, they wouldn't call it teenagers, but as a young man, his dad had to serve him and teach him a variety of gifts and skills. He needed to learn wisdom. He needed to learn how to pray. So he was being served. And then in his public life, he came out and he began to serve people. He served them in a variety of ways. And that service cost him a great deal. It wasn't all just magic. Sometimes people were grateful, but we know numerous instances where he was accused of blasphemy, where he was accused of abusing his authority, that he came from the devil, where people saw his healing power and they rejected it or or, or accused him of all sorts of things. In other words, Just because he had the good intention to serve doesn't mean people were grateful they were going to accept it. In fact, you could say so very often to his death, the good things he did, the service he offered, was so often not recognized and despised. Here's this good servant of God, and what happens? He spat upon and and jabbed into the side. So, Jesus is teaching us something about service there is a both independence and interdependence in service. Uh, to, to, To serve is to be free, to do it willingly, to desire from the heart, from the goodness, to be able to give and to serve. But service also leads to interdependence. I mean, it builds community. If you're the kind of servant who only goes out to serve because you think you're better than other people or you have more to offer, well, you can do something but you'll never create community. We only create community where there's independence, where the server gives and the server receives. And so it's a mutuality that builds up community and the strength. And we so need that. We need service that's given in love and freedom, service that knows oftentimes it's not going to be accepted. People aren't going to like it. And we need a service that does the thing that God wants us to do, to make us Trinitarian, to make us a community, dependent on one another in good ways and healthy and free. I want to go back to what I said at the beginning about um, the, the role of women in Luke's Gospel. And It's not only women who are highlighted in Luke's Gospel. We know the poor people are given a special importance And Luke plagues a great deal of emphasis on men and women who are rejected by society either through illness or sin. It's almost as if they're there, the women, the people in the background, and somehow they're perhaps not noticed or not acknowledged. Um, The philosopher, English teacher Marshall McLuhan writes these words One thing about which fish know exactly nothing is water, and what he means by that, the fish are there, they survive in the water, but they're unaware of the environment in which they're swimming, in which they're functioning, and the only way you can be aware of that is if there's another, a counter-environment, and it seems to me that tells us something about the story of the gospel. What's the environment in which the gospel was, came to life? it was not only the environment of the men and the miracles and the 12, it was also the environment of the people who don't get mentioned, who gave witness. After all, we know that the first witnesses to the resurrection were not only the apostles, but they were the women as well. And so, we need to ask ourselves, as we do in every generation, what's the environment in which we're operating or working? We know that evil environments can destroy. But good environments can bring life, can bring health, and bring meaning. And so we need, in the Gospels, to recognize the role of the poor persons of women at all, quote, on the periphery. And what was said then is true now. If we are to be true servants of the Gospel, we need to see who else is serving. We need to recognize and learn from them. And it's in serving and being served that there's mutual dependence, mutuality. The community is formed. Will you join with me, please? And we'll offer now our prayers and petitions to the Lord. We pray for those in our Daily TV Mass community who are dedicated to the care of sick persons. May they receive the grace to continue their ministry of compassion and caring with hope and joy. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. As we begin this new year, this new school year, we pray that it be so many of our students, our teachers, and parents a much better year, that, that they grow in wisdom, understanding, and grace and knowledge before God and for all people, as did our leader Jesus. For this, we pray to the Lord.
2: Lord hear
1: our we pray for people who go unrecognized, for people whose gifts and talents are not known, who contribute so much to society but often are ignored or hidden in the background because in so many ways, they are the true environment, the true lifeblood of what makes the Christian community grow. For this, we pray to the Lord.
2: Lord, hear our prayer. We
1: pray for all those who lack adequate food, housing, and shelter, for our brothers and sisters with mental health challenges, and for their families, we pray to the Lord.
2: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: And let us take a moment, please, to pray for our own personal intentions, for the people for whom we love and care for, and for those united with us in prayer, we pray to the Lord.
2: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: Loving Jesus, you healed and brought healing to the world. Teach us to receive your healing power, to share it with our brothers and sisters. May we not always just see ourselves as alone, but may we see ourselves as free people drawn into a community of love and care and of hope, as you are with the Father and the Son and the Spirit, together as one community, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life.
2: Blessed be God forever.
1: Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the almighty Father.
2: May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all this holy church.
1: Look upon the offerings of the church, O Lord, as she makes her prayer to you, and grant that, when consumed by those who believe, they may bring ever greater holiness. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you.
2: And with your spirit. Lift up
1: your hearts.
2: We lift them up to the Lord.
1: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
2: It is right and just. It is
1: truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift, since our praises had nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you and with joy we proclaim. through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed now by divine teaching, we dare to say... ...our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. and coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ, for the The kingdom, kingdom, the power, and the the glory are yours, now and forever. forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another a sign of the peace of Christ. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
0: Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen.
1: Let us pray. Having consumed these gifts, we pray, O Lord, that by our participation in this mystery, its saving effects upon us may grow through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord.
3: Thanks be to God.
1: Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.